You're listening to the Love Your Neighbor Podcast. Welcome to the Lynx Podcast. It's great to have you here. We're sponsored by Brandon Wellness and the fine folks of Brandon Wellness uh, building, investing in the wellness of our community. And uh, you can't have community without people. And uh, you can't have a Brand Links podcast without Isaac Johnson. Um, Isaac, I can't tell you. Many people have said, you got to have Isaac Johnson. I'm like, I know. I know. He's on the list. Uh, <laughs> but he's a little bit hard to get a hold of. He's uh, If he's not playing on the field, he's marching on the field. If he's not marching on the field, he's singing, acting, wh- lifting weights. I mean... Can we just start with the things that you don't do, Isaac? <laughs> let's let's start about those things. Um, that's that's hard. I'm in like everything. Uh, things that I don't do. <laughs> we don't have to talk about. That. <laughs> I, yeah, I was just racking my brain. That was I kind of like, what, do, what don't I? hockey? We didn't even talk about yep. hockey. Hockey. You're that's another hockey. one. Yep. People don't people don't assume that I play hockey, but I do. So <laughs> you don't keep get kids coming up to you on the side like like hey. Are you Isaac Johnson, the hockey player? Yeah, no, so- never, never. Well, some sometimes when I'm around, like I don't know the the state hockey people, they they kind of come up. But other than that, no. What what kind? I mean, a guy your size. Mm-hmm. Now with skates, you're got to be. I mean, you're you know you're a big guy, but with skates, it's got to be really intimidating. Like, mm-hmm. what's that like when you're playing against little squirts that are? Well. I mean, we we play varsity JV, so that's kind of okay. so that's kind of the the best of the best up there. But I don't know; it, it just feels like you're taller than everybody. But other than that, I I mean, I feel like a little shrimp sometimes too. I, I mean, I know I'm not, but like just just kind of playing, even though like some of my some of my game isn't hitting. I like I like hitting. So mm-hmm. and the the rules have changed too, so it's so it's safer for people. But like it. It. I don't feel any different than anybody else playing. I just. I just oh, feel like sure. I'm playing the game that yeah, I love. You, sure. Mm-hmm. So has that been a, since a young young age? You've been playing hockey. Yeah, I've been on skates okay. since two. I've been on an organized team since four. I started in Laverne, Minnesota, and then we transferred over to Brandon when I was maybe seven ish, okay. somewhere in there, and I've been playing ever since, right through my senior year of high school. Okay. So talk to us a little bit. You mentioned Laverne. Talk to us a little bit about your family, how you mm-hmm. got to Brandon. Give us that. Tell us that story. So I was born in Las Vegas, Nevada, and my my parents adopted me. I can't for the life of me remember of the the agency that they went through. Okay, but they adopted me uh, almost at my birth. It was probably like a couple of days later. I was I was an early baby, so I had to come down to Las Vegas really fast. Okay. And then they brought me back to South Dakota, and I've been here ever since, basically. Okay. So. My, I have a mom and a dad, obviously, Andrea and Sam Johnson. Um, so they've, they've kind of given me everything and the tools I need to succeed, kind of encouraged me to do all the things that I do. So yeah, that's, that's my family. Yeah. Well, that's, that's an interesting story. Have you, has that been, have you had other kids that are able to relate with that kind of, because that's not typical. Mm Mm-hmm necessarily have there been other kids that you've gone to school with or that you know that can relate to your that adoption type journey 
Not not that I'm like hanging around with. There's okay. there's this one kid on my hockey team who was adopted. I'm not sure where he's adopted from, but like you could not tell that his parents didn't like it wasn't their kid, you know? Oh, like they they act the same, they look the same. So that's that's probably the closest I get to somebody like yeah. as a friend that's that's close to me and has that experience. What age were you when you realized that you were had been adopted? So story Is that time. a story? Yeah, okay, story good, time. Good. That's um, what I was hoping for. So one of my one of my uh, my friends in um in second grade, we were I think we were at recess and we were um like playing and like as a joke he said you're adopted and I was like because I, I didn't know what that means because I was like I was like in second grade so I went home and like not not knowing what it means I. I asked my mom, am I adopted? Like as an innocent question. And then she, we had a conversation after that. She's like, sit down on the couch and we'll talk about it. I was like, oh, okay. So that's, that's, that's what I knew for sure <laughs> that I was adopted. So you found out by accident. Yes. Before they wanted to really talk about it. Yes. I mean, okay. I, I obviously had suspected in my mind that I was different kind mm-hmm. of thing but i didn't know what was going on kind of thing because i it's like you don't know genetics or anything sure. when you're in second grade so i don't know i i guess i really didn't think about it or care about it that much but huh. once the question was asked it was kind of yeah kind of perpetuated that yeah yeah i i um uh, i i know your parents and, and i think about the the you know, just the, the reality of that and what that is like mm-hmm. um, and what a loving, nurturing environment that I, I perceive that they've provided for you and the opportunities that they've given you. Um, how, how does that, I mean, how do you think when it comes to your parents, I know they're probably going to watch this, mm-hmm. <laughs> but what, what, what would you say or what would you think, what do you think about your parents or what would you say to your parents about it? They they've given me everything I need to succeed. Like yeah. in my sports year round, like my mom has not missed a football game that I've had in my however many years of playing. Mm-hmm. So I like that that in itself should should tell everybody mm-hmm. what they're like. And like they'll they'll buy me equipment. I probably ask for way too much stuff and like either either they they tell me how to save for it or they just get it for me and it's like and the more I, the more I get older, the more I am grateful for the kind of base that they mm-hmm. laid for me. And then, like, they raised me, right? Mm-hmm. They like taught me things, taught me like life lessons that you're not going to learn in school, type right. of thing. So it's not, it's, I don't know. I, I'm super, I'm super thankful for everything that they've done for me. And it's like I don't know where I would be without them because not everybody no. gets those opportunities. So right. I was, I was very fortunate to be born into such like a loving family. Yeah, that's cool. Well, it's, you know, and, and as you mentioned, the older you get, you know, you're you're at a at an age now where you're a senior in high school, but the older you get, the more you're going to recognize how special uh your parents are mm-hmm. and uh, the role that they play. What uh what would you say the role cuz you, you we we joked about this, but last year in Mary Poppins, mm-hmm. I knew that you were kind of you had some different gifts and school and sets, but I like to to come and watch it and to watch you uh, play the role of uh, what was his George Banks. George Banks. Mm-hmm. So, 
it just, I mean, it just arrested my attention. Your, 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 how you performed and how you, how you did that. Um, what was that like for you? What is it like for you to get into a character and really like live inside of someone else in front of all of these people? How, what is that like? I mean, for, for us, what, what's that like to be a character and live it and do it the way you do it? I was I was very fortunate in that that George Banks is one of those characters that's very like prim and proper and he's he's very like linear parallel kind of thing. So he would he wouldn't like he wouldn't say anything like too like I don't know if flamboyant's the right word, but like too too outlandish and like have these actions. So my my character actually was like perfect in that I wouldn't have to get too far outside of my comfort zone to play it. And then as it, as it went on, I was just kind of, I kind of got more into the flow of things and more acting and acting with the British accent is hard, dude. Like it's, <laughs> it's really hard, but I, I got, I got there eventually. And like, there's a lot of, there was a lot of singing that I had to yeah. undertake too. So it was, it was mostly the lines though. Yeah. Just trying to get those locked in and yeah. getting those, those right. So, it wasn't it wasn't too far outside of my character. I mean, obviously I don't have kids of my own, but it wasn't too outside of the Powerful. way I would. like you yeah. it was you. You're yeah, like you're. regimented society kind of thing. So yeah. like very very er uh, er uh, er uh, kind of thing. So it was very how, how did you as a cast I, I, I as an adult I'm sitting there and I'm in tears because of the storylines. You know, it's like cats in the cradle type thing like oh my goodness, this is killing me like uh, did as as students did you guys ever talk about the relevance of the topics and how like close to home many of those things were for the audience well many of us like i said before many of us don't have ch- children i hope none of them have children yet but we we but were you are all ch- you are all children yeah yeah well and we uh, we all come from all different backgrounds too. Sure. So I, I guess we didn't really get into the personal meaning, but we, we definitely spent time thinking of how can we bring this to life and make it relate to other people. Mm-hmm. And like Mississippi is really, is really good at like the, the little nuanced things, like the way you're turning, the way you say stuff, the words you emphasize kind of thing. So mm-hmm. she's, she's very good at making those things hit home to the audience because that's what really matters. The lesson It's not, right. it's not the words you sing. It's not how you sing them. Well, it is how you sing them, but it's not, mm-hmm. it's not all of these other things that go into the production. It's the words you say and what they mean to the audience, because without the audience, there's, there is no play. You could be mm. just walking around doing anything basically. Mm-hmm. So you just happen to be on a stage and you happen to have an audience and mm-hmm. they're the ones that have to react to what you're doing. So that's, that's kind of one mm-hmm. of the biggest things that I've learned. Well, you, I mean, you guys, and obviously it's incredible to be in that audience and it makes me proud to be a, to be a Brandon person, just to see the community and our, our young people, all the effort and all the time that must go into putting together a musical. Mm-hmm. Oh my word. I mean, does, she, does Miss Siddig, does she like calculate practice hours? Does she ever like count those up or? I don't, I don't, I don't really think so. Well, all the people just love to be there. So oh. honestly, it just, it's just kind of one of those things where you get lost mm-hmm. and you're just there and 
after what feels like 15 minutes, it's already six o'clock and you have to go home and eat and then do it all again the next day. So I don't ever log my hours. I mean, we go from three 30 to six. So that's two, two and a half hours. Sure. So, but then that's, that's every day. And if you're not there, you're running your lines or you're doing something else. And it's just, it's just a nice thing to be a part of. So you're, uh, this will air, uh, the, the week of your next production, beauty and the beast. Okay. Uh, give mm-hmm. us a little bit of a, I know it's early still, mm-hmm. um, when we're recording this, but give us a little preview. What are people, uh, I'm sure there won't be tickets available. It's not like you can go get a ticket, mm-hmm. <laughs> but for those people that are, that are wondering what's it, what, what can we expect out of beauty and the beast? Uh, oh, talk to my, talk about myself first and to, to be a little, well, this is about, but, this is about you. <laughs> um, but, uh, so I, I'm Gaston in the musical, which is, I'm, I'm, it's not the league. Obviously there's beauty and the beast, Ryan Pressler and Zariah Siddig. Um, they're, they're putting in way more hours than I do, honestly. But, um, for me, this is, this is kind of fun because it's my last year in this. So, um, Gaston is this like, cocky like you you know the type of person i'm talking about like the cocky oh everybody loves me i'm the best kind of thing so and that's not how i am normally i i or at least i hope people don't think i am but um it's just kind of fun to to melt into that character and like and like be that person for the duration that i'm on stage and I don't know. We just we we mess around a lot, saying saying things that like I wouldn't usually say, like as our characters when in our off time. So it's it's just really well, it's different for me, and I'm I'm loving it so far. Good, good. So is this this a musical as well? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Yes. So so there's the, all the elements of music, dance, yes, acting. Uh, it, I mean, I love I love musicals and. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know there are a lot of work. The only way I wish we could add more seats to this, to this. Yeah. <laughs> if we could just get more. Have you guys ever talked about doing it in a larger venue? I mean, I know it's, it's the Premier Art Center is, is kind of our home, but I mean, literally, that's the only limiter. I don't know. That, that, is, such a good, that is such a good question. That's probably a better question for Mississippi, honestly. Okay. But yeah, it's like, oh, and she got the, she got the original Broadway choreography for this. Okay. So even even the ensemble members that don't have speaking parts or like regular singing parts, they're they're learning the broad Broadway choreography for this. And I remember coming into rehearsal a little bit early one day, and I was just like, "What are you guys doing? This is great! Like <laughs> seriously, what are you like?" So, but yeah, it should be it should be really awesome. fun. Everybody's so talented and. So, do you but, do you think now now you're tell us a little bit about next year so we've talked mm-hmm. a little bit about your kind of growing up doing theater talk talk a little bit about your your future what's what's in the in the future for Isaac so next year I will be attending Northern State University to study criminal justice and I'll be also playing football up there um so I I chose Northern because it's it it felt like home to me mm-hmm. so the like the Brand Valley football um program is kind of built on making boys into men kind of thing. So 
it it just like all the camaraderie there and Mike Schmidt, the head coach, he's really he was really welcoming. They have great facilities. They're adding more facilities. Great fan base. Like they're gonna sell out. I think they already sold out most of their games already. Wow. So I'm just excited to to be a part of that and like try to help them win a national championship because that's the that's the end goal. Yeah. yeah, they play in a very competitive league. Mm-hmm. You know, playing with uh, in the NSIC. You, uh, you, you kind of, are there some similarities between Brandon and Aberdeen as a community a little bit or? I haven't really like studied it that, that thoroughly, but it's, it's a little big town or a big little town. What a, either one. Um, little big town. Yeah, <laughs> little, yeah. Little big town. So it's like all, all the people that I talked to that were on the campus for our, like little football welcome thing. They were all very welcoming, mm-hmm. very, very excited to see like what everybody will do. And it, I don't, I don't really know. I'm, I'm, I kind of want to go in blind just so I can get kind of the full experience of whatever's laying in. So stuff. do you know yet? Have they told you what position you're going to play? I'll be I'll be D line. Some of these some of these O linemen are like six eight. They're like uh-huh. huge. So yeah. I'm not that tall, and I don't think I'm going to get much taller. So D line is kind of my my passion where I want to stay. Yeah, we were uh, talking about that a little bit earlier. Like, is that fuel for your fire a little bit? I know as a competitor, I've watched you compete, and obviously, you know, respect all you've done on the field. But is there a little? Do you feel that like a little bit of like? I got something to prove. Do you feel that? I mean, I try to go everywhere with a little bit of a chip on my shoulder. I know, I know I'm going to start at the bottom of the ladder and I, I kind of want to prove myself like all the time. Like, like even, even when we're playing opponents that aren't like as good as us or like shouldn't be as good as us, we still got to think that we got to, we got to fight until our last breath kind of thing. So that's kind of the mentality I take into everything, whether that be sports, theater, choir, band, whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it it does it doesn't make me feel good telling people telling me that I'm a little too short, but I think I make up for it with my with my effort and attitude on the field. I would like to see, you know, those people that criticize. I'd like you to see you pop both of them on your shoulders and squat them real quick. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh that that's uh it's so fun to watch you squat, dude. I like I just see little clips of it and stuff, but mm-hmm. um What's what's that like throwing six hundred pounds on your back? What's your back squat? My max squat is six oh five. That's the that's the most that I've ever I've ever done. Um in, was that in competition or yep, that was that was this oh. couple couple Saturdays ago at Washington well, High School. T- talk to, to the people that you know and, and talk to the people because we're we're really covering the gamut now. We're going yep. from from uh theater from student theater yep. to football now to weight powerlifting. Yep. What does it feel like to have six hundred back, six hundred pounds across your back? Honestly, when you have the when you have the that adrenaline, adrenaline and like you're like everybody's yelling, everybody's screaming, it really doesn't feel like anything, honestly. Huh. And like you, you just for me, I just know I had to do it. Like it wasn't it wasn't going to get any easier. Obviously, your your body's going to start fatiguing as soon as you unrack the weight, but like. You just got to do it. That's that was like I said. That's another one of my mentalities. Like it, it's not going to be easy, but you just got to do it. Just got to yeah. power through and do it. So unreal, dude. Well, that's 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 cool. You you we've kind of gone the full circle here. Are you going to stay? I mean, will you 
continue now with going to college. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the you know the the student load will be different. I don't know if it'll be let more or less, but I mean it'll be different type of academic. Yep. Scenario. Will you continue to be as multifaceted in college as you are in high school? I'm still I'm still thinking about it. Obviously, okay. I have I have football. Um, I know I will not be continuing band in choir or in um in theater or in theater in college. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am planning to be in their their choir too. Um, my my double major intention is trying to double major in theater and criminal justice, but I don't know how well that's going to go. I still have to talk to at this sure. point when we're recording this. I still have to talk to my academic advisor to to try sure. to square all of that away. Um, but yeah, for sure, for sure, football, for sure, choir, and maybe theater. I'm not sure yet. What, let, let's let's we since we're going down the road here, let let's project out. Let's say 20 years, okay? So mm-hmm. let's go. You're you're 40 now. You're like my age. Okay. <laughs> what, what do you see yourself doing in in 20 years? So in 20 years, if I go down my my criminal justice path, I would like to either be law excuse me, law enforcement um, or federal agent or maybe even a lawyer if I decide to go to law school. And then down the theater pathway, either like like working for, for a Disney-type company that just has like actors or Broadway if I'm good enough. Might, might have to get a little bit better and take some lessons. <laughs> but um, Or some something else that's that's in the fog kind of thing. Sure. And then there's there's a little there's a little part of me that wants to like be a professional football player. I don't. I mean that's that's the dream. That's the dream. That's the that's the big okay. dream. And I don't think I don't think the NFL is going to be for me if if I do go professional. But I've been thinking about like the European Football League or the IFL or the CFL, some other type yeah. of thing like that. But that's. That's my long shot. That's yeah. my that's my dream that I'm gonna chase until I can't chase it anymore, and then I'll yeah. fall back on my my academics and my degrees type of thing. Yeah. So, oh my goodness, I was surprised you didn't say power like world's strongest man or something. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm fine. I'm finding that as I get older, I my my body's a little bit deteriorating. I mean, if I if I kept training at five thirty a.m. every single day, I bet I could break into the world's strongest man, state's strongest man, whatever type of thing. But I, I, I realized that and playing football and I did, I did hockey during, yeah. during powerlifting. So that was always fun to go, to go from 5.30 AM oh, workout to school and then to practice right after that hockey practice outdoors in the cold. We know how the weather is around here. So well, I tell you what, I uh, I admire from a distance. I I don't know that I could do all that. <laughs> yeah, I kind of like to think of myself as a little bit of a Renaissance man. But uh, dude, you got the title, man. You got it. So, Isaac, I appreciate you coming in, and uh, I'm looking forward to that update, man. A couple twenty years, we'll figure out which path you decide to take. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just want to encourage you, man. From from a person in Brandon that's got to watch you kind of grow up, man. Whatever you do, uh, you're going to be awesome at it. And you, uh, whatever you choose, go at it, go do it. So mm-hmm. you'll uh, you'll be awesome. And when your heart's right, you can't be wrong. Yeah. When your heart's right, you can't you can't miss. Um, 
So you keep pursuing your, your passions and your dreams. And I know it sounds cliche, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it sounds like something to be on a graduation card, but it's really true. I mean, stay true to who you are and go get it. Whatever that is, it's football, go for it, man, mm-hmm. go for it. And, uh, and it's a, it's a cool deal. So thanks for sharing your talents with the people of the five of the uh, 005, as I like to call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're, we're privileged to call you, call Brandon your home. And, uh, you know, maybe someday we'll, uh, we'll be watching you on, uh, on Sundays. Hey, I remember Isaac Johnson. <laughs> yeah. It's been fun. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So. Well, we'll, We'll have you back sometime. And uh, for those of you that are watching, thank you so much for tuning in. And uh, thank you for being part of this. And uh, you can continue to be a part of it by uh, subscribing to our YouTube channel. That helps us out so much. It helps us take the message uh, you know, about Isaac and his story, which is a great story, but also helps us spread the uh, message about Brandon Wellness and the Wellness Center. And uh, we would love to have you just share this, like it, comment on your social media, and uh, that'll help us uh, build a community center uh, for young people like Isaac and uh, those that are coming behind him uh, to do the things that they love to do and make dreams come true. So uh, thanks, Isaac, and thanks for watching. Have a great day. Thank you for joining us on the Love Your Neighbor podcast. The purpose of the Love Your Neighbor podcast is to build community one conversation at a time. You can help us build that community by sharing the podcast on your social media channels and rating our podcast on whatever platform you're listening from. Another way is to let us know of any neighbors who have a story. Go Leaks! Go Leaks!